Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai. I am your host. Today I'm going to be talking all about my best money saving hacks. I'm also going to be putting up the recording on my podcast, which is the Peaceful Body Podcast. So if you prefer to listen to it there, go and subscribe to me on Apple. It really helps to support the podcast or follow me on Spotify. And it's also available on every single platform you could ever imagine. So for those of you that have maybe just joined me on my Instagram or you've just started listening to my podcast, maybe you don't know about my journey. I started as a personal trainer about uh, when I was 19 and I'm now 27 and worked as a personal trainer for five to six years. And then I moved into more of the online coaching, health coaching, mindset coaching area, I guess you could say. And I started working with a lot of clients around their relationship to food, binge eating, nutrition, which obviously involves a lot of mindset. And what I found within my own journey as well of overcoming my eating disorders, of binge eating, body dysmorphia, is that those challenges and issues that I was facing within my relationship to food and the way that I viewed my body were also popping up in other areas of my life. And I began to see that there was a very similar link between the way that I ate food, my relationship to food, and also my relationship to money as well. So I wanted to offer you some of the lessons that I have personally learned along my own journey, and also some of the top tips that I offer my clients with their, with their journey, not only with their relationship with food, but also what it looks like with their relationship to money as well. And obviously, I always want to say at the start of any sort of when I'm talking about money that I'm not a financial advisor. Don't come to me about mortgages or your stocks or whatever. Go and talk to trained professionals about that. However, I can give you some really, really juicy tips that are going to help massively your mindset towards calling in more abundance, being more confident around money, being actually able to take action towards your money and make really good steps and create really um, positive habits around money, which is then going to open you up to more opportunities. Because the thing is, is that if we stay stuck in this scarcity mindset around money of feeling like it's never coming around, I can't spend the money that I have. I feel guilty about the money that I spend. I feel like I have such an all or nothing mindset around money, feeling like, you know, I can either only save or if I spend a little bit, then I'm just going to splurge and suddenly it's all gone and I don't know where it has gone. And if you're related, to any of this as I'm talking about it, definitely pop me a comment below and let me know. That's all a scarcity mindset within money. And we see this is so similar in terms of our relationship to food. We think, oh, I shouldn't eat this now, or I'm going to make the most of to eat this now because I'm not going to let myself have it tomorrow or, you know, whatever the mindset might be. Whereas if we can shift into an abundant mindset with food, with money, with whatever um, area of our life that it might be, which is things that I'm all teaching in my program that's starting in May called the abundance method. It literally teaches you how to let go of anxiety and worry in your relationships in general, your relationship to money, your relationship to food, body image, and your money mindset as well. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about that and creating more opportunities and confidence in all of those areas, send me a message because tomorrow is the last day of super early bird to join that program. But if we stay stuck in this mindset of scarcity, and often when we have a mindset of scarcity around something, it's a mindset that we've been operating in for so long. So we don't even realize that there's actually another way that we can approach money, for example, or food, for example. So I'm here to show you that it really does start with your mindset first. And if we can identify, okay, this feeling that I have around money that I don't have enough is really just a mindset. And the first thing that needs to change in order to have a more positive, peaceful, relaxed attitude around money is actually my attitude and my mindset. And that's something that I can 
change in a moment. I don't have to wait to get a higher paying job. I don't have to wait for my bank account to start increasing, which is all going to happen inevitably as a result of you changing your approach, your attitude, your habits, your thoughts, and your feelings around money. And it's going to make the journey so much easier because here's the secret about money mindset and abundance and having more money, whatever it might be. We can have a lot of money. We can have lots of savings. I'm sure we can all think about someone that has a really high paying job job or maybe they've been saving since they were 14 and they have heaps of savings and yet they still feel worried about money or they still have this sense of like lack and fear of not having a mu- having enough or maybe you know someone that or maybe you are this person that does have a high paying job and you feel like I should have enough money or I should have more savings but for some reason I just feel like all of my money is going places and I don't know where and I don't know how to hold on to it because that's kind of the two arms of money mindset it's one thing to be able to receive more and call in more money earn more money and allowing yourself to have that then there's the second arm of our money mindset which means actually being able to hold onto it being able to save it and accumulate wealth as well which is what I'm going to give you tips on today as well which is really cool so with our money mindset firstly it's really important where am I approaching money from is it from a place of scarcity like what I was saying before feeling like there's not enough money to go around which we know is actually not true because money is an endless resource this feeling that money is a um, a finite amount or is you know only has a certain limited amount to give comes from this really archaic idea when we used to have a mint and there was only a certain amount of gold or money that could be printed at a certain time but nowadays money doesn't function like that. It's not a tangible resource, which means that it actually is infinite, that there is an endless amount of money. And there are more billionaires now every day in the world than ever before, which doesn't necessarily mean, you know, aside from the ethics of being a billionaire, whatever, that's like disregard that. That's not that's a comment from another. That's a discussion for another day. Oh, thanks, Sally. Hello from Florida. Hello from Sydney. Um, but the fact that there are more billionaires than ever before just shows to us how endless money is and how much abundance there is around us when we choose to see it. Something that I used to always say to my clients when I was working more in body image is that it's not what we see that is what we believe. It's what we believe. Our beliefs is what we see. So for example, if I believe that I am in a big body that is ugly, then that is going to be what I see in the mirror. If I believe there isn't enough money in the world, then what your brain does is seek out proof to find whether or not that's going to be true, because that's how our brain works. It cannot possibly process and absorb all of the information that is out there for us because it works in patterns and it would be so overwhelming to approach every single um, situation as if it was brand new. It approaches situations using information that it has accrued from when you were growing up and what beliefs that you've created and our beliefs we know are created from having thoughts over and over again until they become almost like facts in our mind. But it's really important that we have this ability to question our own thoughts because not everything that we think is true, not every single belief that we have is a hundred percent fact, but without an outsider person, sometimes like a coach to be like, Hey, this subconscious belief isn't actually serving you. Sometimes it can be really hard when we're in the middle of the struggle or the challenge or whatever thing that we're overcoming to actually identify what, what subconscious belief is blocking us from seeing what is real and from creating the results that we really want in our life. So firstly, it's really important to think, okay, what is my attitude and approach around money? Is it coming from scarcity? And most likely if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this on my IG, you're watching this IGTV live, 
five, you're probably struggling with a sense of scarcity because of what I said before, or because of the way that you were brought up, your relationship to money, um, with your parents, how your family spoke about money, thinking about all of these things and thinking about all of the things that you've heard about money in the past. Things like money doesn't grow on trees. You should be careful with your money, be responsible with your money, which of course we should, but sometimes we slide way too far towards one end and we get really extreme in our approach towards money, which makes us feel really worried and scared that we're going to be losing it all the time because when we are fed this idea of scarcity all the time, it makes us feel like we have to hold on to things, but holding on to things really, really tightly can sometimes limit us from having more opportunities or calling in more abundance because we are holding on to something really, really tightly and it's limiting the amount of flow. Money is an energy, which means it's designed to circulate and to flow around. Sometimes when we give out money, we're sending a signal to ourselves that we're worthy of more, that we're that we want to have more. Hi, Angarad. Um, And we're also sending a signal to the universe of like, hey, I'm giving out something and the energy exchange is always going to be equal. So whenever we're giving out money from a really intuitive, aligned place, it's always going to come back to us because that's the nature of life. It's all cyclical. The changes are always the, the changes. The seasons are always changing, which means that everything is always going around in a revolving door. But if we hold on to things really, really tightly for like money, for example, we're limiting that momentum. We're limiting that flow. So it's really about, of course, getting in touch with our intuition as well and making sure that we are spending, giving out money in a way that feels really, really intuitive. And sometimes intuitive still feels scary. It can, of course, feel scary when you invest in yourself for the first time, especially in a coaching program, or maybe you're going to, I don't know, do something for yourself that you haven't done for the first time, but it only feels scary because it's something that you haven't done before. And in Investing in yourself from a place of, well, this feels really easy, or I'm just going to buy this like $20 ebook is not enough risk or commitment from you to really make sure that you make the most of it versus when you invest $1,500, $10,000, whatever amount into yourself, you're like, yeah, this is the thing that's going to change my life. It's requiring so much commitment from me and it's opening you up to a whole new paradigm. So let's get into the nitty gritty of how to actually, um, save money whilst also being able to have a good relationship with it and enjoy the ride whilst we're on it. Because it's one thing to be able to save money and have an amount in your bank account, but are you actually uh, enjoying the journey to get there? That's a huge part of this whole process. There's no point in being really scarce, having this really scarcity attitude around money because it makes it feel really hard. And it actually doesn't have to be that hard because the thing is, is we think that once we get to this amount of savings or this amount of income that we're going to make, we're suddenly going to have this level of like peace and confidence and security. But no matter what level of income that you have or how many savings that you have, if you're doing it all from a place of scarcity, it's only going to breed more scarcity. So maybe you have a goal of having $10,000 in your bank account as savings and you try to do it really hard and you feel really guilty every time you spend money and you're you know focusing so much on this $10,000 and then you arrive at that goal then what? You know, it's not like all of your problems are suddenly going to be solved and you're going to feel really confident with it. And you're just going to have this sense of deep contentment because our inner our inner peace doesn't come from something external. It's of course really good to have goals and I encourage you to save and to work towards things, but we have to make sure that the journey 
feels like the destination. So if you want to have an abundant relationship with money and you feel like savings is going to help you with that, you want to feel freedom. We need to make sure that the journey feels like that, which brings me to my first tip. We can spend and save at the same time. We don't have to only be able to do one. These things can coexist at the same time. So if you've ever done any of my coaching programs, you will know that I am a huge advocate for not one size fits all. Every single person is going to get to their end goal in a unique way. And I'm always here to empower my clients or my audience to find a way that suits them the best instead of, okay, this is what worked for me. So therefore you should do exactly this way. I don't believe in that at all. And that has never worked for me. Instead, I encourage you to find a way that feels the best for you. And I'll offer tools and guidance and words of wisdom and, you know, questions to give you different ideas of what actually could work for you so that you feel obviously really supported on the journey. And that's exactly what I do in the abundance method in the course that I've got coming up in May. So you can spend and save at the same time. The biggest um, self-limiting belief that comes around with this idea that comes up with this idea is I should be paying, I should be saving and getting to my savings goal. And then I'm allowed to spend money and then I'm allowed to enjoy money. But here's the thing, if we're so focused on saving and we're trying to save as quickly as possible, we get into this scarcity mindset, which which is kind of like a form of restriction because we're not allowing ourselves to enjoy the fruits of our labor. You're working a lot, you're trying to really hard to save, and that can feel really like heavy and restrictive and like dense. So therefore, what happens? We start to feel emotional, we start to feel tired, we feel like we're not allowed to take care of ourselves because we can't spend money on ourselves. And this eventually leads to us blowing that restriction and being like, fuck it, I'm just going to splurge all of this money. I'm going to spend, you know, whatever amount of money on something that I don't really need, but I really need that hit of just like feeling like I'm in control or I just want to be a rebel. So I'm just going to spend all this money. And then all of a sudden the savings that we feel like we've gained, we've now spent really quickly on things that we didn't even want because it's come from a moment of panic, a moment of rebelling, a fuck it kind of moment. So my second biggest tip in terms of um, money saving is making sure that yes, you have a dedicated amount that you're savings, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit more. But the second biggest tip is don't just focus on your savings, focus on giving yourself a dedicated amount to spend every single week. And this amount should be something that um, feels a little bit above what you feel like would be comfortable. So say, for example, you think every single week um, to go out to dinner, to buy my groceries, to get petrol, to buy presents, I might need like $300 a week. And if that amount comes to you first, I want you to choose to have an abundant amount. So a little bit extra than that. So maybe like $350. The reason for this is so that it feels spacious and roomy and so that you're not just getting by. And having this safe container where you know this is how much I can spend gives you that ability to feel like you're in control of your money. And yes, you're saving, but you're also allowed to to spend that money, which is so important to have a sense of balance rather than getting really, really focused on I need to save every single piece that I can and having that balance maybe it will take you a little bit longer longer to save and I put that in air quotes because trying to do the really restrictive form of saving and just saving everything you earn always leads to some sort of like splurge or fuck up moment or just feeling really really worried about it but when you have a more balanced approach with being like yep I'm allowed to spend and I'm allowed to save makes you enjoy the journey and is so much easier to follow through with your goals. So the third tip that I want to offer in terms of money saving, and this is one of my juiciest golden nuggets 
ever. It's like one of the things that has helped me so much in terms of my own relationship with money and what I offer to my clients is start if even if you feel like you have some sort of bills to pay off or you feel like you're not at an income level yet or you have debt to pay, whatever it might be, you can still save now. So have an automatic transfer that goes into a separate account that you don't see, a separate bank account, whatever it might be. There's so many online bank accounts and you're smart enough to figure that out. So I you know, put the power in your hands to figure out how you're going to do it, but have an automatic transfer every week that goes into another account that you don't see because the fastest way for our savings to grow as well is to not be checking it incessantly every single day. That's not fun. That's not an enjoyable ride that you want to be a part of. And it's certainly not coming from an abundant mindset. So, and let this amount be whatever it might be. And this is another self-limiting belief that gets a lot of us caught up. We think, oh, well, if I'm only putting, you know, $20 aside every single week, what What's the point? But what you're essentially saying is that I'm not even worthy putting aside $20 for myself because it's not a big enough amount. You are worthy of even putting a dollar aside. And if you start that now, by the end of the year, you're going to have more money than you do now in that savings account. So just start now, even if it's $5, even if it's $20, maybe you can do $100. But I really, really recommend this automatic transfer is some amount that is really easy that you will barely notice just so that it accrues over time and over time your bank account will just keep growing. That is one of my biggest, biggest tips. All right. Thank you everyone for joining me. If you enjoyed this live, I'm always open to your feedback. Send me a message on Instagram. Um, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or on uh, follow me on Spotify. It really helps. If you're interested in knowing about the abundance method, this is all about letting go of anxiety and fear around your body image, your money mindset, your relationships, and your relationship to food. Send me a message on Instagram. Just say the word abundance and I can give you all the details. We're in super early bird at the moment, which means that it's a super abundant price so it's the best time to join Um, but other than that have an amazing rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon